Hey there, this is Heather McAllister, a health coach for women in midlife. I went from feeling fat and tired at 40 to living my best life ever nine years later. I now feel better than ever in my body and in my clothes. I feel a renewed sense of purpose and energy and I'm here to share that with you. It was not an easy path. I had a lot of missteps along the way, but all those missteps have made it easier to help women facing the same struggles. So I created the Get Better With Heather podcast to give you simple and effective strategies to do the same thing. So if you're a woman in midlife and you're struggling to feel good in your body, to take off extra weight without obsessing over food, to get motivated and get moving, then this podcast is for you. Hit the subscribe button to stay up to date and let's get started. After both of my pregnancies, I looked at my body and decided I needed to go on a diet. I needed to cut calories. I needed to go back to trying to eat the way I did when I was thinner and had what I was thinking a better body. And I was pretty successful. It was in my 30s. It wasn't too bad. I did Weight Watchers. I counted points. I pretty much dropped my weight. So I was pre-baby weight after both of my children. But that didn't last. And it was very stressful to try to eat the way the diets that I followed made me eat or told me to eat. And it really wasn't sustainable. And then by the time I hit 40, I was kind of done with the whole thing. And anytime I was stressed out, I'd fall off. I'd go back on the diet. There was a period of time that I was just, you know, so upset with myself and the way that I looked that I did some crash diet, you know, New Year's resolution because nothing fit. And really my dieting mentality was coming from this place of, I need to take this off. I am so unhappy with myself. So I'm wondering if you can conjure up a memory of when you went on a so-called crash diet and how long did it last before you threw in the towel, you were done. And then think about how it would feel to you to do that now, to start tomorrow. I have so many memories of restricting eating and cutting out foods, slashing calories, and trying to avoid, air quotes, bad foods. And it never felt good. What I didn't realize then, and what I'm going to share with you today, is how that mindset, that diet mindset, mindset is never healthy or sustainable. There's another way to gain better control over your health and your body coming from a healthier place inside your brain and the way you're thinking about becoming healthy. And this is really the crux of a mindset shift. So we are looking to come from a place that is sustainable, right? That Not that on and off again thing, not that thing that 
is so uncomfortable and coming from this negativity that, you know, as soon as something changes in your life or is a little stressful or, you know, something happens that you're off of this diet. So I'm going to let you know in this podcast, you know, open the door to this whole other area of getting healthy, really looking at and thinking about mindset and the way we approach making decisions, the way we approach our habits, the way we think about these things. So first, I just want to talk about the concept. So your brain, which controls everything that you do for the most part, um, is biased toward fear. It keeps us alive. So our brain is always looking for negativity. Um, It's very easy to get caught up in it. Um, and it, it's there to keep us alive, which is good. We, we need that to some extent, right? So our brain has evolved to live in a fearful mindset for the most part. So again, we have this tendency to be fearful, but when we're living from a fear-based mindset, we actually have less bandwidth, less energy, which I'm going to explain in a little bit. And This inhibits our ability to use our higher level thinking. Again, this is all survival mechanism. So our our brain is not only biased toward fear, but when we're living in fear, when we're feeling fearful, our brain conserves energy and it does this to survive. So this inhibits our ability to truly come up with solutions and be creative. And this is how, when you want to change something sometimes, and you're stuck in this kind of negative thinking, that it's so hard to come up with the ideas and solutions that are out there. Now I want you to think about a time when someone told you you couldn't have something like anymore, maybe when you were a child. And I recall my grandmother saying to me, and I'll never forget this, but I must not have been a great eater. And she would not allow me to drink my milk until I was finished with my dinner. Because apparently if I drank my milk, then I would be too full and I wouldn't eat my dinner. Literally just having her say that to me made me only think about drinking that milk and how miserable I was eating my dinner without a drink. Our brain focuses on the thing that we tell it not to have, right? That's what you're going to focus on. Your brain focuses on anything that you tell it to. So if you're telling it to avoid something, it's going to focus on that very thing. Another example to think about are kids whose parents forbid them to eat any kind of junk food in the house, like they you know, 100% eating perfectly, right? And then they go to a birthday party or a sleepover and there's all this junk food. And what do you see them doing? They'll go out and binge, right? It's a free for all. Like they can't, they have no control. They can't stop themselves. Again, this is coming from a fear-based mindset, a scarcity mindset because they don't think they're ever going to get this stuff again. So they have absolutely no way to stop themselves from eating it. They have no way to delay gratification. Um, And that's because this junk food has become scarce to them. So it's the same thing with dieting. 
right? So if you tell yourself, I can't have this, your brain starts to go, oh my God, like you can't have this. So when you see it, it's like you can't even control yourself because your brain thinks that it's never going to have it again. Now our higher level brain kind of knows, yes, of course we're gonna be able to have that again. But most of our brain works really in the primal centers of our brain, our habit centers, and we make a lot of decisions from there without even knowing it. And your brain is really good at doing this because it's, again, always conserving energy, always freeing up your higher level thinking for more important things. Now think about another example during the pandemic, how everyone was hoarding food and toilet paper and household cleaners. I mean, the hoarding was unbelievable. And this was all coming from that place of panic and fear. So panic and fear and scarcity, the fear of lacking or that lack mindset caused people to hoard and to hold on to things. And so many people during this period of time actually gained weight. And you wonder why didn't they lose weight during this time? Especially the people at home, especially the people who were able to go for walks and they weren't rushing out of the house first thing in the morning. So they were maybe getting more sleep at night and they weren't doing takeout as much, right? So why weren't they better able to eat and sleep and exercise? No, it was this scarcity lack mindset that led to uncontrollable eating and weight gain, right? And that's operating again from this scarcity mindset. Create, so these thoughts, this mindset creates thoughts of not having enough, not knowing when there's going to be more. And that's what causes people to binge. And it creates a difficulty for people to control themselves around food. It's the same thing if you were going to go to a birthday and you're trying to be air quotes good and on your diet and someone has cake. If you're coming from this diet scarcity mindset of I need to cut this out and not have it in my life, it's going to be really hard to stop thinking about it. It's going to be really hard to delay the gratification and say, oh, I don't need it this time. I'll have it next time. It's going to require a ton of willpower to say no to it because of this mindset that you're coming from. And that's why a lot of diets that call for cutting carbs, cutting calories, cutting and reducing and restricting causes this lack mentality. And that creates fear. And when we're afraid of something and we're in this position, we tend to think about those things even more. Think about what emotions or thoughts come up for you right now when you think about starting a diet tomorrow. Is it fear? Is it dread? Are you feeling that you're just completely not able to, that you don't have what it takes? You know you're smart and successful in other areas of your life. So how is it that getting your relationship with food and exercise is so difficult? Why is it so hard to stick to the air quotes diet? 
When we look at going on a diet, we often focus on what we need to cut out, right? And again, as soon as we focus on what we can't have, our brain begins to focus on that very thing and we obsess over it. So restricting, cutting out, dieting creates this lack mindset. Overeating can actually come from this lack mindset because we're unconsciously afraid something's not going to be available. And then we want it more. And we lose control over moderation and saying no. Our brain wants what we can't have and our brain focuses on the thought we do, we do have, whether it's negative or positive. So scarcity actually reduces our ability to say later, I can have it later or delayed gratification. It makes our brain want it more and think about it more often. Has that happened to you? I know it's happened to me. When we tell ourselves that we need to stop eating to cut this out, this gives us the urge to eat more and it's triggering this deep primal need. Denying ourselves makes us want it more, right? So scarcity mindset causes this urge to eat more, come from this lack position. And your brain is operating on a lower bandwidth. So if you're in this mindset of scarcity, and this could show up in other areas of your life as well, not just eating, but you're less likely to see other solutions too. So when you're in this feeling of like, I don't know what to do, nothing's working feeling, you're actually not seeing possibilities because you're stuck in this negative fear-based mindset. So thinking there's not enough, thinking that something's going away, it really does make us operate on a lower frequency. And this has actually been shown in research when people are in scarcity mode. They have less success in general. They see less options. So it's thought that the brain actually conserves energy, like I alluded to before, in this way. So if you want to open up your world of possibility, it helps to get out of fear-based thoughts. And this is something we can control. And it involves seeing abundance and thinking more positively. So in this mode of thinking, you see less possibility, right? You have less problem solving, less creativity, all of that. It's coming from this place of lack. It's needing to save and hoard and restrict. And we are biased towards this because it is a survival mechanism in our brain. But we live in a world of abundance. We don't need to worry about where our next meal is coming from. Specifically, if you're looking to lose weight, you really don't have to worry about it. You've got plenty of energy stores on your body to use up. So once you're afraid that something isn't available, you're going to hyper-focus on that thing. So what's the solution? And I'm going to get to that in just a minute. We need success and we need to overcome the scarcity mindset.
And again, this could show up in other ways of your life. You, you may have been raised in an environment where things weren't available, right? And do you have this sort of tendency to want to collect and save things? Do you worry about never having enough, right? And that can show up um, in many areas of life, in love, in money, success, if you worry less about lack and you trust the universe will provide for you, then other things are going to open up for you and you will be less attached to those things in the moment. And this is thinking in abundance. So the other side of the spectrum, so if you're going from the scarcity mindset to the abundant mindset, you know, that other side of the spectrum is holding the belief that you will always come out okay, despite what life throws at you. It doesn't mean you're always going to have everything, but you'll always be okay. You're not afraid of not having something. You're not a victim of circumstances. So it's not, you know, ignoring that things don't happen. Again, it's this belief that you'll always be okay. There will always be enough. I don't need to have it now. I don't need to save it. I don't need to hold on to it. And when we think more abundantly, we actually become more resilient. Knowing that the universe will have our back. There's always enough. There's enough money. There's enough time. There's enough love out there. There's enough success for everyone to go around. So how do you make this switch? If you have this tendency to come from this lack mindset, to live in scarcity, how do you change that? And I like to think of this as how to manage your brain by identifying limiting beliefs because scarcity is a limiting belief. And again, there's a spectrum here and some amount of limiting beliefs are good for survival but we are probably not going to run out of the things and the foods that you're trying to say no to. So beliefs are thoughts that we think over and over and they become part of who we are, right? They color our interpretations and all of our decisions. That is kind of what mindset is. Basically mindset is sort of a collection of your beliefs and how you see the world, your perception of the world. And we're often not even aware of them. They're very unconscious. They run in the background of our lives, but they really do influence how we react to things and then our results, basically. So you may have asked yourself, why can I not just get out of my way? When you're asking yourself that, it's because you know that there's something holding you back, some kind of fear, some kind of belief. And it goes against what you believe about yourself to some extent in the world, like in a, in a, in a higher level. But you have some deep-seated sort of belief or some identity piece of you that's holding you back. And a little bit of fear is actually good, right? It keeps us alive. But we want to, when we want to have something different in life, when we want to be free of some of these beliefs that are holding us back, that's where this process of change can happen. And being mindful is actually one of the steps in being able to do this, being able to get out of that fear-based mindset 
And the first step of doing that is really, truly just becoming aware of it. Now, that's not the only step, but that's the first step. So start thinking, where could this be showing up in your life? Think about the thoughts that you have when you're feeling this need to eat things that you know you don't necessarily want, things that you don't feel you can control eating. Is this going on for you? And ask yourself, is this, is this true for me? Right? So after you've identified how this might be showing up, if this is true for you, you want to focus on what you can have. Honestly, this is, you know, I would love to get the word diet out of the dictionary because of how it's connected to this sort of negativity, right? We can't really do that because diet has two meanings. <laughs> but when you're thinking about how you're going to eat, rather than focus on cutting out Think about what is good, what is healthy, what is nourishing. Create a menu of plenty, whatever that looks like. Think about how the cells in your body are being nourished by the beneficial ingredients that you're giving them. I really like the gut health protocols because they really focus on this nourishment, nourishing the soil in your body and giving your body better health versus cutting calories. And a lot of times when you focus on eating truly nutritious foods and you're giving yourself good ways of getting it, you don't need a lot of other stuff. So how can you focus on the healthy? One of the most effective ways that I've done this in my life was really focusing on imagery of what I wanted to see in my life, how I wanted to look, what I wanted to feel like, and what steps needed to happen, what had to change in my world, whether my mental world or my environment, to become that person and really coming from this place of who do I want to be? What does that look like? And what do I want to feel like? Versus I want to get rid of this feeling, right? It's much more positive to think about what you want to be and focus on that. The third way to come from a scarcity mindset and lean into an abundance mindset is to really detach ourselves from the expectation and allow yourself to be okay with what is. Be okay with where you're at right now and really allow that outcome that you envision for yourself to unfold. So practicing this detachment really helps to ease the anxiety of having or not having. So the perfect body, which isn't even reasonable for us to aspire to because we're not perfect, right? Detaching from that vision of perfection and allowing what is right now still moving forward toward what it is that you want, but not allowing yourself to get so attached to that outcome that it's stopping you in your tracks and creating this sort of storm of negativity in your brain. True transformation from a physical sense 
takes time and may not happen exactly when you want it to happen. So being attached to a specific time frame can be really tricky when it comes to weight loss. There's a lot that's going on inside the body. And, you know, sometimes we're not necessarily reasonable with the time frame on this because if we're, you know, gaining weight over a 5, 10, or even 15-year period of time, we can't reasonably expect our body to change overnight in a sustainable way. Becoming detached from the scale moving or the inches lost will help you manage your emotions and stop the negative fear-based thinking from shutting you down. Having trust that it will happen and changing that script in your brain, it's going to be a lot less stressful. When you give your body that space to envelop being healthy and develop these nourishing habits for a lifetime, you're going to eventually reach your goal because you're never going to give up. There's nothing to give up. You just become this healthy version of yourself. And you will have the mindset that creates curiosity for learning about what it's going to take to live this path. You won't be attached to any particular way of eating or way of exercise because you know that you'll figure it out as you go along and you'll have an open mind. When you develop this abundance mindset and get rid of or, or steer away from the scarcity mindset, you're going to be open to more ideas and possibilities. Another way, not health-related, but equally important, as this will impact food and exercise choices, is to live below your financial means so that you always have enough. Because if you're always overspending, then you're living in a scarcity mindset. Another way I love to see this sort of transpire is to create your means. See how the world can provide more for you. If we're constantly living paycheck to paycheck and spending money on things we truly do not need, and we're living in this scarcity mindset then all the time. Do you need to spend money on every sale? And, or can you invest in yourself in a more meaningful way? When you're buying stuff, cheap stuff, thinking that you're saving just so you have stuff, when in reality, investing might be more important. Maybe a higher priced, bigger item or investment in yourself in a healthy way can provide more meaning than just, you know, the things that you feel you need to have in your life, right? We end up with stuff, all kinds of things, right? And then we don't have true wealth for other things. Impulse buying is similar to impulse eating, and it is based on scarcity. The next step to help create a more abundant mindset 
is to celebrate other people's successes and to stop thinking that what others have means that there's less for you. Instead, practice being happy for other people and their good fortune. And avoid making it mean you can't have that thing. It's that sort of thinking that if, you know, there's only so much to go around and if they have it, that means I can't. Celebrate others before being or thinking about being envious. That will create an abundant mindset. If you practice that, it will translate into other areas of your life. Instead of looking at other people's achievements as a threat to your own, see if they can do it, so can I. And this kind of leads to being grateful. An abundant mindset is one that focuses on having plenty, of always being able to get through the world, right? It's not as threatening. Other people's successes aren't threatening, right? It focuses on what you do have. That's what you have to be grateful for. And that might be simple things like healthy hair or a nice complexion or good eyesight, strong legs that are allowing you to get up in the morning and walk. You may be grateful for the trees in your front yard or the sound of the birds. These are all things to be grateful for. And when you are in a grateful mindset, you cannot be negative and fearful at the exact same time. And the more you practice that, you are reprogramming your brain for the tendency to be positive. Keep returning your brain to this gratefulness over and over and over again, like a meditation practice. It allows you to be in the here and now and that presence, that, that present moment feeling is really good because it keeps you out of the fear and anxiety of the future or the dread or the sad feelings about the past. If you're at a party bringing this back to diet and food and you have this abundance mindset and you're not so attached to any one thing or outcome in that moment, it's so much easier to avoid eating the cake. It doesn't have to be hard because you'll have complete control over yourself. You won't fear that that's not going to be there tomorrow. And you'll choose to be healthy and feel good. And it doesn't have to create all this drama in your brain. And it doesn't mean that if you skip the dessert this time and you say no to it this time that you can't the next, right? Lastly, prioritize what you do want, what is important, and celebrate small steps in that direction. Whether it is the food that you're eating, the relationships you're in, your health outcomes, oftentimes we become in lack mode when our lives are out of balance and we're not fulfilled. Are you working too much? Are you staying up too late? Are you saying yes to everyone and not enough yes to yourself? Are you neglecting your social needs? Maybe you need more social time, more time out with the girls. What in your life needs your attention? 
Because when you're lit up about other things and you have abundance in your life in other ways, we're not looking to food to fill the gaps to make us feel better. And being healthy, having a healthy mindset, it doesn't happen in isolation. It requires all the building blocks in our lives to be balanced. I no longer tell myself I can't have this. I no longer fear hunger. I know all the time that I'm in control and I can stop or I could choose to eat something. I can have junk food in the house and it's not a big deal to eat it or not eat it. Do I allow myself sometimes? I sure do. And I control those decisions. There's no drama. There's no shame in those decisions. They're not coming from a place of scarcity or lack. It's coming from a, my ability to say yes or no without attachment on how that makes me feel about myself as a person. So practice. Practice the mindset of abundance. Look and see if there are areas in your life where scarcity is showing up for you. Awareness first and then practice mindfulness, practice gratefulness, abundant thinking. I am so excited to announce that I will be rolling out the Better Body Formula, which is an online health coaching program to help my lady friends like me in midlife, struggling to lose weight and feel good in their bodies. It is a step-by-step -step approach with coaching as part of the program and something that you can do at your own pace. So you could say goodbye to dieting and finally have an easy to follow formula, a formula that has taken years for me to develop because yes, I was the guinea pig. I was the one going through all of these ups and downs and making all of these mistakes. But I've packaged all of those mistakes and all of the things that I've learned from my two certifications in health coaching, from all my knowledge about the human body, about the human brain, and about the life of a woman in midlife, a busy mom, a career woman, and how to implement the best program to finally take charge of your body, enhance energy, and learn how to listen to your body so that you're not having to go to experts and you're not having to go to books and people telling you, you know, totally different things. This is one program where you get to decide what is the best method for you and learn how to identify your unique roadblocks, the things that get in your way. I spent a lot of time self-sabotaging my weight loss efforts and some of those were limiting beliefs that I had and other reasons were totally physiological things that I didn't understand. If you wanna get on the wait list, go ahead and click the link that's in the show notes. It is going to be an awesome, program self-paced like I said it's going to have some coaching component to it so I will be helping you throughout the way and helping you create 
awesome confidence that impacts your life in every way. To get on the wait list for the Better Body Formula, go to land.getbetterwithheather.com forward slash better body. This is the wait list that I will use to send out email updates so that you are the first to know about this program when it becomes available. And I guarantee that there are going to be some awesome bonuses to the first few members of this program. So go ahead, sign up. All you have to do is put your email address in and I will send you those updates.